the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, everybody, to episode welcome, 33 welcome. of the Messy Walk podcast. My name is Chloe. I'm here with Pastor Adam. Yes. And we are excited to be back on with you today. Episode what? 33. 33, which means, yay, we need to, we need to, uh, uh, what was it? Like party? Congratulate? That's the wrong <laughs> word. I was going to say. We need to celebrate. That's what I was going for a little bit, because that means that our uh, podcast is now officially Jesus's age. Woo-hoo! So, Jesus Age Podcast. Jesus Age Podcast. <laughs> Actually, when I said congratulations, it made me think about, I used to have a friend that was from the Netherlands, and they say congratulations on your birthday. Congratulations. I guess that <laughs> makes alive. sense. Congratulations, congratulations, you lived another year. <laughs> you made it. We don't say that. Here. No, we don't at all. No. I always thought it was so weird. I was like, okay. Congratulations thank on you. your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for being with us today. Um, the past two weeks, we haven't really done a series specifically, but we did start talking yeah, some about- individual topics. Yeah, yeah. We had some individual topics. So the first one was about- um, men and crying and emotions yep. emotions and all of that real men do cry right and you can go back and listen to episode really 31 good. yes yep. it was very good and oh. i thought it was cool we talked through you know just emotions in general and why the um society sort of leads us towards men not being emotional which is totally not true mm-hmm. and that real men do indeed cry yes. and that we should and uh, it's biblical yeah. And so we see it uh, We see it throughout all of Scripture. Right. So we talked through that a lot. And uh, I thought it was a kind of a cool episode, but it was a very different one for us. It was a kind of a different one. And then last week was, was episode 32. Yes. And that was where we talked about the one thing that we think the church should be doing right now, mm-hmm. basically more than anything, mm-hmm. um, which came back from a piece of Scripture for us to, from Galatians chapter 6, for us to be carrying each other's burdens. Yep. Um, and so a lot of people are struggling right now, and the church should be helping people carry these burdens, these boulders of burdens that are on our backs. Right. And so um, especially in this season right now, the church should be doing that. So, um, you know, go back and take a listen to a couple of those yes. episodes if you'd like. We'd love They're for really you good. to. Yeah. And then we're going to kick off something new today. Yes. It's going to take us... It sounds like it's going to take us four or five, maybe six episodes, somewhere yes. around in that range. I'm excited about it, though. I think it's a really cool thing. So um, a few weeks ago, right? A few weeks ago? Yeah, he a couple posted, weeks. Adam posted on his Facebook page. He was like, what are some topics that like are like, if you listen to the podcast, or like, what are some topics that you would like to hear talked about, right? Yep, am I, yep, am I yeah, we were sense? basically just saying, you know, the, the whole point of the of our podcast, and there's all kinds mm-hmm. of Christian podcasts you can listen to. There's some great ones out there. Right. The whole point of this podcast is for us to all understand that we all have a walk with Jesus that is not perfect and it is quite messy right. and that we all have these similar struggles. And so the goal of this podcast is to talk through these things that that we struggle with, that make our walk messy, that trip us up or whatever, right? right? Yeah. And so the, 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 the question out there was, hey, what's some stuff that you, you know, want to talk about? And most of the time when you ask people what you want to talk about, um, or what you need help with or whatever. They almost always say something that they're struggling with, Yeah. right? I mean, every now and then you get some self-righteous Christian, which there's probably not a lot of them that listen to this podcast. They quit after a couple episodes <laughs> right. um, that want to talk about these bigger ideological, theological thoughts um, that, that I think when we do that, and I'm all about theology. Like, I love reading um, 
theology. I love reading um, Bible stuff. I love knowing all those things. Right. As a matter of fact, you and I were talking just recently. I, I don't think that I have read a book that was not theology-based or something having to do with church uh, growth, leadership, whatever, in 20 years. Like no fiction, no, yeah. not even any nonfiction unless it's based on church or theology. So I love all that stuff, but I think sometimes um, when that is the focus, when the theology is the focus of our conversation all the time, it allows mm-hmm. us to ignore and kind of dismiss the real pieces of faith that we need to be working on and yep. walking through. And so it list, it gives us like this distraction so we can sit around talking about what worship should look like instead of understanding the ways in which sin in our life is keeping us from worship, yep. right? You know what I mean? And so yeah. we can sit around talking about how the church should be led, but don't talk about how we should be leading ourselves. Oh, yeah. We can sit around talking about the Holy Spirit and all the functions of the Holy Spirit and understanding the Trinity and that peace of God and and all those things. And at the same time, that lets us kind of ignore the way that we aren't listening to the Holy Spirit directly in our lives. Mm -hmm. It lets us, if we talk about the Holy Spirit in a certain way, then that gets us not talking about the conviction that the Holy Spirit does in our life. It's like a distraction. Yeah, yeah. So, So I think, you know... When you ask people these questions, occasionally somebody's going to give you some theological answer, but that's usually just a distraction. Most of the time, it's, here's something I'm struggling with. And so we threw that out there just to see, because I want the podcast to be helpful. I mean, we're not doing this to hear ourselves talk. Right. We're not doing this to make money. There is no money being made off of this podcast nope. <laughs> at all. <laughs> Nothing. Um, we're, we're not doing this as some sort of thing that we feel like we ought to do just because it's, you know, we're, we're trying to be helpful in people's walk with Jesus. And I think that that's what we should always be doing. In anything that we do as, as a Christian, we should be helping people um, establish a walk with Jesus or helping them in their walk with Jesus. I think one of the things we forget is in the Great Commission, um, there is there is go and make disciples, which means evangelize, which mm-hmm. means share the gospel with people. Mm-hmm. And then there's also teach everyone to do the things that I've commanded you to do. And so that is that is discipleship, right? So you've got evangelism and discipleship happening in the Great Commission. And so we want to share Jesus with those that don't know him. Um, but at the same time, as Christians, we ought to always be helping people in their walk. And so yeah. it's got to be helpful. So that's why we're doing this. And yes. so being able to ask those things is to be able to, to, to jump into stuff that people are struggling with or have questions about or something that's tripping them up yeah. um, so we can be helpful. And that's kind of what we did. So we threw that out there. Yes. I just did a whole lot of talking to answer your that's question. Okay. And we, we threw <laughs> that out there and, uh, and people started giving us answers back. Yep. And what we realized was is that quite a few of those answers, not all of them, there's a bunch, they're all over the map, but quite a few of them could be talked about in the same sort of series, right? They all kind of applied in the same way. Um, So without further ado, the main idea and thought that we're going to do for the next several weeks Mm -hmm. is... Sins that the church likes to ignore or that Christians like to ignore that mess us up. Yes. So those sins that that we don't pay attention to, that we sort of almost, at least by our actions, don't even believe are sins, that trip us up, that are messing us up. And so they're like these, you know, for some reason we tend to, as people, we tend to put a hierarchy on sins. Like, here's the ones that are not that bad, and here's the ones that are real bad. Mm -hmm. First off, that's an erroneous view of sin, period. But if if we're thinking about it in that vein, these are sort of those 
under the surface, smaller sins that we ignore. But they're still sins. And those smaller ones, those ones we completely ignore, they're the ones that mess us up. They're the ones that really trip up our walk with God. They also keep us from lots of other things I think that the Lord wants to do in us because there's these basic ways that we are just have this um, repetitive, unrepented, because we've ignored it, sin in our life. And so that's the the thing. So sins that Christians ignore that mess us up, that often mess us up. And so we're going to talk through several of those. And you should be prepared because you're going to feel very convicted. Yeah, I already do. Just knowing what the one we're going to do right now, like I already feel... Very so the one we're going to hit today, Chloe has yes. a cool name for because she's all young and millennial or Gen Z. What are you, Chloe? What are you technically? I, I think I'm Gen Z. I think I was almost a millennial, but I was born in 99. Gotcha. So which gotcha. makes me Gen Z. I think. Right. I think. Right. I think. Anyway. Either way, she's got a cool word for it that yes. I've never heard until today, but it makes sense. Yes. So tell them the one that we're going to hit today. This is the sin that Christians ignore that messes us up. What is it? It's spilling the tea. Spilling and the tea. And if you don't know what spilling the tea is, that's okay. Because I'm talking about gossip. Like you're sharing like the tea. Sometimes like me and my friends will be like, I've got boiling hot tea for you. Boiling like, it's hot like, tea to share it's with like you. like fresh, something crazy has happened and then kind she's, of thing. And then she's like, girl, spill the tea? Yes. Yeah, gotcha. exactly. You're like, girl, spill the tea. Gotcha. That's right. Yeah. So we're talking about the sin that Christians never discuss yeah. ever, gossip. The sin that is prevalent on a Sunday morning. Gossip, Gossip. right? The sin that every Christian struggles with, I believe. Yes. Every Christian struggles with. And the one that we really don't, I mean, we really pay hardly any attention to this. I mean, every now and then you will hear a sermon on gossip, but not very frequently. Yeah. Um, I was actually trying to think about the last time that I talked or preached about this, and I can't come up with one. Wow. So I cannot come up with one where this was a specific teaching like I, I thought about a time several years ago where it was a side note you know I call it a, a shiny moment a squirrel moment where I go off for a second on some tangent mm-hmm. um, but I can't think of last time teaching on it um, which I think proves the point of what we're talking about that it's right. a sin we ignore that right. really is messing us up tripping us up yeah um, and this was one of the topics that was brought up by one of our listeners yes along with several others that we think fits into this category yeah. and so um, here's how we know Chloe and I know that (laughs) this is applicable to our lives. Oh, it's so cringy. Um, This is how we know. We committed this sin before we talked right in the same conversation before we talked about doing this on a podcast. Yes. We found ourselves for at least a 20 minute period (laughs) doing this. It was Um, ridiculous. We both sat there and we were like, so anyway, gossip. (laughs) Yes. We're like, well, how about gossip? Then we were like, uh, I think we just did that for 20 minutes. Yeah. Awkward. And that's basically what happened. I mean, we committed this very sin as we were sitting there intentionally planning on intentionally talking about Christ and talking about, you know, our walks and leading others, we were doing it. So it's an obvious sin. Gossip is an obvious spilling the tea is an obvious sin that we ignore. And I do believe that it's completely tripping us up. Um, I believe that it's, it has a way of messing us up in a way that we don't even realize, you know, yeah. it's just this, this, this little under the surface thing that's there Absolutely. Um, that we don't even realize is going on. So, Let's let's make sure that we know understand the definition. So I think what happens with gossip, um, spilling the tea, 
Spilling the beans. Yes, right? it could be spilling the beans. Spilling the beans. I don't know why it was ever beans. Spill all kinds of different things. Yeah. Well, why? Why would you spill beans? I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember the last time I spilled beans. <laughs> anyway, I actually I, did that one time. I was going somewhere with some friends, and I opened their trunk to put my stuff in the back of their car, and this giant beans. jar of beans rolled out into my driveway and busted and went everywhere. You're the only person and I know that spilled beans. I have literally now. When you say spill the tea, though, I know about that because. Um, I'm not. I'm not talking about hot tea. We don't. I don't drink hot tea, but we drink sweet tea. And if my kids Ugh. have sweet tea or there's sweet tea at our table at any restaurant, my kids are going to spill something and they're going to spill the sweet tea. So we spill tea I all the time. Sweet tea. All, I hate how, sweet tea. Oh my gosh! You I know. Just, I know. I've just offended literally every person that lives. You just in the lost South your ever. southerner card. You're going to have to move. Ever since I was little, I've never liked sweet tea. And my family used to be like, we're sending you back to Mars. Yeah, you got to go back where yeah. you came from. Yeah. Anyway, it's pretty crazy. So one of the issues is, is that there's such a, um, a loose definition that I don't think we completely understand. So I got a couple for you. So here's one I think is really good. Gossip is defined as casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people typically involving details that are not confirmed to be true. Oof. Right? So it's like, I think, or I thought, or I heard this, or whatever. Um, it also can just describe chatty talk. Mm. So like talk with no real meaning to it about someone else. Um, and, and that's a pretty good definition. Uh, gossip can kind of originate from, and I think that usually does. Like when, I was, when we were gossiping the other day, planning for this episode um it started off with good intentions mm -hmm. and so i think that gossip can originate from good intentions but gossip is always information shared about another person to someone else right that's always gossip now that doesn't mean that you're always doing that in a sinful manner right but that's that sort of definition of gossip and what you're sharing it may be true it may not be true but it tends to paint someone, paint a picture of someone in a lesser light, mm -hmm. right? And and I think that that's a that's a really good sort of way of thinking about what gossip looks like. And yeah. so everybody does this all the time, virtually, yeah. in conversations. And then we live in a new world right now, and we have for a long time, so I guess it's not new anymore. Where mm -hmm. a lot of our conversations are uh, digital, they're in writing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Or they're just reports. So like the, the cool thing is not just conversation. Sometimes it's sharing stuff. And we live in a world right now where we would call all this fake news, right? Yeah. But if it wasn't news, if it was just about somebody or about a situation or about something, it, it, we tend to share stuff like that on social media that is really just gossip at the end of the day. Right. You know? Yeah. When we, when we decide to pop up on somewhere, and I, I've done it too. Everybody's done it. I have to hold myself back from doing this. Yeah. We pop up on somewhere and we go... This is what's going on at the school, and this is what happened here, and I can't believe they did this, and blah, 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 blah. All we're doing is gossiping at the end of the day. It's all we're doing. Yeah. There's no building up in that conversation, but we feel like we can because we have this platform and we share what's going on in our lives, and right. so we kind of justify it. And Christians should be different than that. You know, I think about this a lot. Christian social media should be different than non Christian social media. If you're yeah. a Christ follower and you have a good friend who's not a Christ follower and your social media looks the exact same, you might want to check out something. Something ain't right there. Right. Right. Something's not right. Yeah. Um, and so it, it, it can be gossip in that way. 
um, coming through those platforms where it shouldn't be. Um, and it's never good. Like I'll share, a, I don't do this anymore on, on social media. I still, there's still <laughs> gossip. I mean, I just admitted that yes. we did it accidentally. Yeah. Um, it still happens. Um, and I find myself in situations, conversations where this is the case. Mm-hmm. And, but I did it online one time. Um, online one time I drove by a church, a local church near us, um, out in the boonies, a small little, you know, backwoods church. Mm-hmm. And they have a sign up where they put stuff on the sign. You know what I'm talking about? Where you put the letters up. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Church yes. signs, right? Yes. Kind of like the movie theater signs, except like cheesy quotes. Yeah. 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 They put stuff up, right? <laughs> and I drove by this sign um, that was talking about their Christmas services. And it was now March. And the sign still had their Christmas service stuff up. Oh, I thought you meant they were doing their Christmas services no, 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 in March. No. I was like, they still had the innovative. Stuff okay. So I, I've been driven by, I drove yeah. by this church all the yeah. time. I'd driven by it. And then for like three months, they had not changed their stuff. And I stepped into a self-righteous, sinful moment. Mm-hmm. And I popped up online and I didn't name the church. Right. right. And I didn't name what the sign said or where it was located. But I talked about churches leaving their signs up for three months and how, you know, what are you paying attention to? And that's not excellence. And why would you do that? And, mm. you know, if you're really trying to reach people, you wouldn't, mm. you know, wait three months and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, it, it started a war. Oh, no. Um, there were people that jumped on the gossip train with me because that's all that is. All it is was unwholesome talk. Yeah. Right. Um, and it wasn't building up and it wasn't helping. And other people had no way of knowing what I was saying was true or not. But it started this train where people jumped on and were gossiping with me. But then it also started another one where people got on and blasted me for judging that church. And, you know, you're not perfect either. Yikes. And your church doesn't do anything right, at two, yeah. you know, all the time, too. And it was just horrible. So I ended up taking yeah. it down. And I learned my lesson that day of not to do that online, to, to be, do something different on social media as a Christ follower. Um, and as a leader in the church, but as a Christ follower. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I've done it, but I think that in, on social media, we tend to, we tend to ignore the fact that that's really gossip. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when I say it's a sin, we ignore, um, it's not just one in conversations that we have privately with people, but it's also the way in which we post stuff online Yeah. and it becomes this just gossip train and, and we share stuff all the time that may or not be true. That we're in that it's, all it is is gossip. Yeah. And so that's just a really damaging thing. So, you know, we have to understand what it is that gossip really is, or we're not going to be able to do it. So, so, how do we address this sin in our lives if we've blurred the fact that it's sin? Yeah. You know? So, if we've blurred the fact that this is sin at all, then how in the world could we address it? So, it goes just unaddressed under the surface. Um, and then this will be like a lot of the ones we talk about, it goes under the surface. And then there's no real way to address it. And I think that what it's doing is it's tripping us up in all kinds of areas because it's a sin that we've blurred the line so much on. We don't even know the definition of it. We don't know what what it is. If you say the word gossip to somebody, everybody feels like that's a negative thing. Mm -hmm. And that even if they're not Christians and won't agree with you that it's a sin, Mm -hmm. they still feel like it is something that you should not do. Yeah, It's like an understood human condition that gossip is bad. Mm -hmm. Yet... We blurred the line so much on what gossip really is that we ignore it completely. And it's happening in and through us all the time. Um, here's, what, here's what I think. This is how I think we should think about gossip. And this really convicted me. 
and it's about to convict Chloe. Yes. <laughs> um, the major puzzle piece to gossip is that the person being discussed is completely left out of the loop. Mm. And therefore, they're unable to defend themselves or correct or explain or anything. So it almost feels like, and this might be too far. You might be thinking, Adam, you're going too far. But I bet if we landed here, then this sin of gossip probably wouldn't mess us up as much. Is gossip is talking about someone who's not present. That might be too far. In a negative way. Yeah. Like if talking about someone negatively that isn't there. Or not even, maybe not even fully negative. Just you could be sharing something that's not your position to share. That's right? true. Yep. And, okay. and you know I what I mean? That. Yep. And so this one's hard. That's a hard definition. That's a really tight definition because, you know, I talk about my kids to my wife when they're not there. Right? <laughs> gossiping um, about the children. Right, about the children. <laughs> and some of it is gossiping. Some of it is that, you know. Um, yeah. But it, what if we thought about it in that way? That would set a whole different level, right? Where we probably would not be tripped up by gossip if that was our rule. Oh, yeah. Right? 100%. If we walked around with that, like when we were going to get coffee with friends or something like that, if that was like first thing in our mind is like, yeah, like you know, conversation if I say started, anything about anybody and they're not here, yeah. then... Yeah, you started talking about something having it. I mean, I think that if it's a if it's a real positive thing, that's different. Right. But but if it's if it's not if it's negative for sure. Right. But then if it's something that is not really your place to speak on. Right. If it's like positive news, like this person got a new job or they're moving or whatever, yeah. and then you say, yeah. Or somebody walks by and you're like, you know, I really like that guy. He's such a nice guy. That's probably okay. <laughs> right. right. That's but, not then when, but then when nice when he's such a nice guy, and then it turns into. Well, you know he's not dating anybody. I wonder why he's not dating anybody. He hadn't dated anybody in a while. That seems like now we're in the gossip, right. right? You see how quick it's it happens. Like it happens very quickly. And so, if we were just con- if we started to to live with a different level of expectation on this, or a different level of what we would be willing to do with regard to gossip, it's basically living with a def- different definition of gossip, or or a little bit. Um, I guess it's living with a bigger definition of gossip that it's talking about someone when they're not present, almost at all, right? Mm -hmm. That would sort of, I think, eliminate the sin or the propensity for sin in our lives as a form of gossip, if that makes any sense. Um, I think that that's the big puzzle piece, though. The big puzzle piece is that it's talking about a person who is left out. They're completely left out of the conversation, and so they can't defend themselves or explain or whatever it may be. And we all know this feeling. We all know that that there are certain things that are happening in our lives and certain things about us or whatever that if we if we were there to say it, everything would make a lot more sense. Yeah. Because people don't know the whole truth. Right? They don't know the whole deal. Um, and so when we can say what's up, it's a whole different ballgame. And I think that that's a big piece of understanding why gossip is such a big deal. Um, Because I don't think most people enter into the gossip conversation with the intent of harming another person, usually. Some of that we do. But we don't enter enter into it with an intention to harm them because they're not there. Right. Right? So we think that this is not really harming them. but, But what it is doing is it's tearing down their character in some way for somebody else, but then also kind of reaffirming the tearing down of that character to us, mm-hmm. of that person too. Um, and it always results in that right. when it's gossip, even if it wasn't the intention. Yeah. You know, we, we talked about, we're going to do a series at some point. We keep avoiding going back to the series, 
but the idea one of the one of the pieces of the idea is that is that your position is always greater than your intentions and so you can go into something with good intentions but if you put yourself in a position to sin mm-hmm. the position's going to win out right. almost always over what your intentions were and i think that's the same thing in our conversations if we go into it with the intention of not hurting anybody, but we talk about them, we put ourselves in a position to talk about them because we've loosely defined gossip as, well, this is no big deal, right. um, then we're in trouble. And that's a really big deal. I think, I do think, and I told Claire I want to make sure we talk through this right, I do think that you need people in your life that you process things with. Um, especially things that other people have done to you or you're processing what you've done to them or you're processing a relationship or whatever. You need those people to process with. The only way it's not going to turn into gossip, though, is if you are choosing to process with people specifically who are modeling this Christian understanding of what gossip is and wholesome talk, mm-hmm. right? There's a verse in Ephesians. We pull it up, Chloe. Yes. It's a verse in Ephesians that we talked about for this episode that I wanted everybody to hear. I think it's Ephesians four. I don't remember the verse though. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Four twenty nine. Four twenty nine. You want me to read it? Yes, please. Okay. All right. So it says, "Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen." And that's it, right there. So that's what we should be yeah. shooting for instead of gossip. Yeah. That's the that's like the standard. No unwholesome talk. The only talk that comes out of our faces is the one that builds people up in their character. Mm-hmm. You know, edifying is the is the word here. That mm-hmm. builds those people up. If we're going to process and I do think we need to process. I have people in my life and not as many as I'd like, by the way. I'm working on having um cuz this is a struggle of mine is having friendships, mentors, stuff like that in my life that I can process these things with um, that is not just me sitting around complaining or not me sitting around um, bemoaning some issue, which all that is is gossip. It's somebody that, that I've set up a relationship with that they are allowed to speak into my life and call me out, and their Christian character is high in my opinion, which is why I've placed them in this spot in my life. Mm -hmm. And so I'm working on having those people. I have them that I can process these things with, that I can go to them. Like I met with someone last week and, and it was, I think it was after our conversation. No, it would have been before our gossip conversation. So I guess it didn't work too good, but where, where I told them, you know, here's some crap that's been going on lately and things I just can't get past. And it was about, it was about some people. Mm -hmm. And so it was me saying, here's the situation, and this hurt, and this still hurts, and this one's five years ago, but it just came up again, and it's really hurting. Yeah. And this person is not coming back to me with, oh, yeah, that person sucks. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not coming back with this situation. They're not that beating starts them up to, more. Yeah. No, what, what they do for me in that moment is they don't let unwholesome talk come out of their mouth. What they do is they start to build up. And so now it's like, processing through the event that has happened without attacking the person Mm. processing through the event without them pretending like everything I'm saying is true because they weren't there. Right. You know, and I think that you need to process. You absolutely have to process, but you got to make sure that you're processing with people that are not going to enable you to walk in sin. Mm -hmm. that are not going to enable you to gossip. Right. And this is crucial for our 
development as Christ followers. We have got to have people that are discipling us. Hmm. You know, that that discipleship process is is a circle. You know, yeah. you're not just you just don't hit some level and now you're discipling people. <laughs> yeah. Right. You are being discipled, too. And so you find folks that you do that with. And those are the people that you process with. So, that you know, instead of just being at um, you know, around a friend and bringing all that crap up, you know, that's going to probably turn into gossip. But if you're around someone that you've established this relationship with on purpose, mm-hmm. then you should be able to process those things. And then work through them together. Um, right. You know, Valerie and I do this with a lot of, with each other as husband and wife. You know, and of course, every now and then we find ourselves, you know, falling into gossip or whatever. But right. most of the time, one of us is bringing something up, and the other one is trying to be the voice of not of of wholesome talk, right? Right, not unwholesome talk, and yeah. building up not only us but also building up that other person, right? Pushing us back to what Christ would have us do, and I think that's the that's the goal here. If you would not picture Jesus doing what we're doing, then we shouldn't do it, you know, and especially when it comes to our conversations and our thoughts and what we say. And so, you know, what what we usually bring up or what the world tends to bring up on gossip is we go back to what is known as the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you, right? right? And so if you didn't want somebody sitting around talking about you, then you don't sit yeah. around talking about them. Yeah. If you wouldn't want somebody sitting around about you going, well, I don't know what they're doing with their life. You know, I don't know what they're doing with this. I don't know what they're doing with that. You wouldn't want somebody saying that about you. Mm-hmm. And so you don't say that about them. But we follow Jesus. And what Jesus always does is he ups the game on what we think is good and right in the world. And so if the cure to gossip is doing to others if you have doing to you. Sounds pretty good. But Jesus ups that thing completely. And he raises another level. Like, for example, uh, Jesus does this with adultery. You know, he says, You've heard it said that you've heard it you've you you've seen it written that, you know, you should not commit adultery. I say to you that even if you've looked at another person with that sinful mm-hmm. whatever, sexual, sinful whatever going on with it, that it's adultery. Yeah. And that means that we're all adulterers, right? Jesus is establishing yep. a whole different level of not just actions, but the intention behind those actions, the position that we place ourselves in, and then the the purity of our thoughts that go into these things too, right? He raises the game. He yeah. says the same thing about murder. You know, he says, you say it's not murder, that you shouldn't hate someone, but I say that if you have, you know, hate in your heart, that you've committed these things too, right? Yeah. So it's, it's this heart thing, it's this, you know, thoughts and all those pieces, the consciousness that goes into it. Jesus yeah. raises this game. He does the exact same thing with this golden rule. Mm-hmm. Um, pull up that scripture, Chloe. Um, I might have it too. I do, I do have it as well. All right, I got right. it. You Never mind. It? Okay. Yeah, it's Luke 6. Um, Jesus says... Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. So it's not just this idea of do unto others as you'd have them do unto you, your friends, the people that you like, your people. He says you do good to those who hate you, you bless those who curse you, you pray for those who mistreat you. So now all of a sudden we've got wholesome talk happening for people that are mean to us, that people have done something to us. Right. Well, then if he's telling us to have wholesome talk about people that have done something to us, then for sure he's telling us to have wholesome talk about people who 
we're just sitting around talking about, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's raised the game here. He says if someone slaps you, this is the turn the other cheek scripture that nobody likes. Mm-hmm. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to the to, to them the other one also, right? So in other words, you're not paying back evil with evil. You're not paying back slap with slap. When somebody treats you bad, you're not paying them back by sitting around talking about them behind their back all the time. Um, if someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them too. Like he's like, give them both. He says, give to everyone who asks you. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Then he says, he repeats, do it to others as you would have them do it to you. So he's raised the game on all this like Jesus always does. And that's where that's why I like that bigger, deeper definition of gossip. Don't talk about somebody if they're not there. Yeah. Because Jesus is obviously raising the standard here on what it means to do to others mm-hmm. as you would have them, even if people are doing ugly to you. Most of the time when we gossip, it's coming from two places. I think that it's coming from someone has done something to us or we don't necessarily like them. And so it's coming from a a negative view of a person. And so whether they've done something to us or not, whether it is we don't like them, Jesus is saying – no, you're going to treat them how you want to be treated, even if they don't deserve it. That's yeah. the whole point, right? So he's raised the game on this. And then, you know, what is a what do you do instead of gossip? You know, I said I said earlier you need to process. But I think sometimes it's further than that. Most of the stuff that we would sit around talking with somebody else about about a person probably is an indication that we should talk to that person. And if you want to have some time, we won't read it today all the way through, but if you want some to look at this further, um, one of the things I think that we're missing the most in our Christian walk with this idea of gossip that's really tripping us up is that Christians do not practice biblical conflict resolution that Jesus teaches us to practice. Yeah. Um, we don't practice it. If we practiced it, it would be harder but there would be an intentionality in being a, we've talked about this on the podcast too, being a peacemaker, right? Where we're actually trying to make peace with people instead of sitting around talking crap about them behind their back. Um, and Jesus talks about this in Matthew 18, where he gives us this model for biblical conflict resolution. And he, he starts off with this. I won't read through the whole thing, but he says, if your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you've won them over. Right. And then he goes into this whole thing of if they don't listen, take somebody else with you. Right. And so you can talk to them together. Mm -hmm. And if that doesn't work, you know, you can't settle it and figure it all out. Then you start to bring in the church. You start to bring in um, people that are in spiritual leadership. Right. In your life and their life. Somebody that you can trust. You bring them in. It's all about going to the person is what Jesus points out. And he does this multiple times through Scripture. This is just one example in Matthew 18. There's other ones where he talks about if you're at the church and you're about to give your offering and you realize that there's a brother or sister has something against you, you've done something to them, go find them and make it right. Then come back and offer your offering. Like It's this whole point that he's pushing us to of don't do a bunch of crap behind their back. Go to their face. Right. And so I think that's why that we see an elevated understanding of what gossip really is if we're looking at who Jesus is. And that's the whole point for us is to be able to be we're, – we're trying to follow Christ. We're not trying to do what feels right. We're not trying to do what the world says we should do with gossip because the world agrees that gossip is bad. But I don't know if the world would agree with that definition we just said. I'm not talking about anybody when they're around. I highly doubt that. So, you know – 
the, the thought is is to be able to kind of take it a step further because that's what Jesus always does with us. He takes it a step further. Um, and I think that what Matthew 18 is doing is it's encouraging us to take stuff directly to the person. Um, if we are in a situation where we hear gossip, but we're not doing it, mm-hmm. you have a choice right there in the moment. And I think a lot of times we pick to just kind of go on with the conversation or ignore it. We have a choice right there to keep with it or to actually stop the conversation. And if we stop the conversation, we can encourage that person, hey, you should share that. You should go talk to them. That's wholesome talk. That's what real processing looks like. And so not only do we have to have somebody we're processing with, but we could be a filter to kind of stop the gossip that sort of messes us all up. Because all gossip is doing at the end of the day is and this is why it's so dangerous for us. This is why it trips us up. Mm-hmm. Is gossip is just um, helping the enemy with his agenda. That's all it's doing, because his agenda is to steal, kill, destroy, to divide, and we will allow those divisions to happen if we talk about people when they're not around. Yeah, and I do think it's messing you up. I think so too. And more ways than one, like I was just thinking whenever I've walked away and been like, okay, that was definitely gossip. Like never once have I been like, gee, I'm so glad I did that. I feel great about myself. Right, like it might right. elevate you for a second if that's what you're going for. Like it might give you confidence. Well, at least I'm not doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. you know. But then at the end of the day, you end up more insecure because you're like, if I'm talking about them, then what are they saying about me kind yeah. of thing? And it's a false belief too. Like don't buy the lie that all you need is to get it off your chest. Mm-mm. It never works. That's not all you need. I've got a lot of things I've gotten off my chest like 50 times and yeah, it still right. bothers That's me. That's not all you need. Yeah. You don't just need to get it off your chest. What you yeah. need is not to have division, right? What you need is to, to not have um, something that is happening between you and another person that you're leaving unsettled. Right. Um, what, you, what you need is something further than just getting it off my chest. Getting it off our chest is not resolving any conflict and it's not building up anybody else. If you say, I just need to get this off my chest, you probably are guaranteed about to say gossip. Yeah. Right? If that sentence is coming out of your mouth, I just need to get this off my chest, that's probably what's happening. Yeah. Right? Uh, almost every time. Because when I'm, you know, I'll say I'm going to get this off my chest and it's gossip and it's with friends or it's with somebody random. But I don't ever use that phrase when I'm talking with those people that I put in my life specifically to process. Yeah. I don't say I just need to get this off my chest. I go, here's what's going on. Right. Here's what's happened. And then I see them guiding me back to wholesome talk and or real conflict resolution. Like right. they're they're raising the game just like Jesus does on what happens with our face. Um, so, you know, it, I know it's hard to grab that definition of gossip being talking about when somebody when they're not there. But if we were to grab that one and not sit around fighting what gossip is, right? Because yeah. it sounds like you want to gossip when you're sitting around going, well, that's that's too far because talking about this is not gossip. Talking about that. Well, maybe it's not. But if you took it as it was, right. then you're for sure not going to be gossiping. Yeah. You know? And I think it's important. I, I, um, our littlest, littlest one, our, our youngest daughter, her name is Madeline. She's going to be the death of us. Um, <laughs> and I joke around with Valerie all the time because Valerie would be like, what are you going to do when she's, you know, 16 and i say her stepdaddy's gonna have a hard time that's what i say, <laughs> oh my what I say back um oh my but she's she's gonna be she's the tough one for us and she's major attitude all the time and she's very dramatic and you know um 
she's all girl, so she loves high heels and she loves jewelry and makeup and purses. My office, which is not very far from where we are right now, my office has three or four of her purses in it, a bow, a feather boa, um, play makeup, real makeup, pair of high heel shoes from from Cinderella or somebody. I mean, just. Sounds beads about right. and all, I mean, just, <laughs> yeah. it's all over the place in there. Yeah. Um, she could not stop talking Sunday about the lesson that they were talking through in church. And the lesson was, she just kept saying over and over again that I have to watch the words that come out of my mouth. She yep. just kept saying it over and over again. And as a parent, all I could think of was her sinfulness and how I was going. Yes, that's right. You do need to watch it. You absolutely right. I'm so glad they taught you this. Um, but then a, a part of it kind of bit me in the butt a couple of days later because I realized that, man, we don't just need to teach our kids this. We need to do this. Yeah. We need to do this. That's true. I think we talked about that same topic in youth ministry. Yeah. In the youth group. It's I don't know if it was one. this past Sunday or the Sunday before, but within the past two weeks we talked about it. It's, a, it's so important, and it's not something we should just teach our kids. matter of fact, most of what our kids are learning about what comes out of the, what's coming out of their mouths is most of what they've learned coming out of ours. And so if they find us constantly sitting around talking about people, then they think that that's the proper way to yeah. process right. or get stuff off your chest. Yeah. It's just not. And as Christ followers, we have to up our game in this area because gossip is not just some sin that has no that doesn't hurt anybody. Gossip is not some sin that doesn't mess us up. It messes us up. It trips us up. I do think that stuff like this, these these unrepented sins that we completely ignore that run under the surface keep us from all kinds of things that God wants to do in us, through us, for us. He keeps us from those things because we're not letting him into those parts of our hearts. Yeah. You know, and and it also there's a lot of parts of our relationships that are bad because we spend time talking about people behind their back. Yep. You know? I agree. It's a it's a bad one, and it's a, and I'm I feel very depressed right now talking about this topic because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not good oh at this gosh, at all. Yeah, but everybody, we wrap up. We'll, we'll get off here, but be thinking about that elevated definition of gossip. Yeah. All right. What I if think we, we'll catch ourselves more than we think yeah. within the upcoming days? Yeah, I mean, being like, oh crap. I, I mean, just, think about it. What yeah. What if we didn't talk about people that weren't present? You know. Yeah. I mean, unless you're planning a surprise party. I mean, Don't that's, talk about people that aren't present. Right, 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 exactly. <laughs> that's like going against the grain of culture. It is. Like that is a big testimony if you're sitting there with people that are all talking about other people and you are able to be like not involved in that or put a stop to it. It it shows the difference. And you're like, well, what? That's really what Jesus that? is yeah. doing all the time, by the way. Yeah. He is going against the grain of culture because he is holy. And so when he brings up that stuff we were talking about in Luke 6, he's going against the grain of culture. Yeah. I mean, the culture says if if somebody slaps you, slap them back, right? right. Either physically or yeah. through the jail process or whatever, right? <laughs> right. Um, and Jesus is going, no. How about we do this differently? Yeah. Because if we'll do it differently, then we become more like Christ. That's what's really tripping us up. I can't give you specifics in the way that gossip is messing up your life. What I can give you is a generality that says it's keeping you from becoming more like Jesus. Oh yeah. Right. Which is messing you up. I don't know how and I don't know what right. that looks like. It could be a lot of different ways. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well. Watch the words that come out of your mouth. Madeline I'm, Cook. 
I'm convicted. Me too. <laughs> if you noticed that I was more quiet during this episode, it's because I was literally sitting here. I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, I was just totally like very zoned into what was being it's said because I needed to hear And we're going to hit some more over the next few yes. weeks. So yes. we're going to hit a couple more of these very, things. Um, very excited for those as well. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for joining us today. Yeah, we're glad thank that you're you with us. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of this conversation. Remember that definition of gossip as you go throughout your week. Um, and really hang on to that. Now, here's the deal. When you go sharing this episode, oh. you don't share it because what you're thinking of in your heart is somebody else who gossips all the time right. and you want to you know, stick it to them. Right. They need to work on this. All that is is gossip. Right. So don't do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Remember how much your social media and online presence can be gossip as well, yeah. not just your talk with other, pers- other yeah. people. So. Definitely. Cool. Yes, thank you guys so much for being with us today. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Every Wednesday we have new episodes. And be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram if you have not already. We'll we see, have... you. see you next week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. See you next week. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.